Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, hello. Hi. I hate when we How have to feeling? do the phone interviews. I, I just was like telling you that my boyfriend today was like, what is your problem? <laughs> because I'm so like, I've been locked up. I've got to get out of here. I'm like, I feel like I'm crawling out of my own skin. I just want to go like run around. You know, I finally have so much energy and I feel great today. I'm right. trying not to push it. I know it's fabulous, but I'm trying not to push it because I'm sure if I do, then I'll crash tomorrow, you know, but like. Well, the good news is the weekend's coming up. So maybe if you give yourself, you know, a true. couple more days. The other can, good like, news is like life is not really normal because I'm like, let's go out clubbing. You know, like that's how right. good I feel. I'm like, I want to go to Whiskey Row. I want to dance. I want to like <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> take some shots, you know, how it's, oh, you know, God. how it Body is. Shot. It's like. Yeah, oh, I'm just ready. I'm like, there's some holes in this house. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what would happen to me if I was in a bar and that came on and I started drinking tequila because I've been locked up. It would be out of control. You it's- would end up with COVID again because you'd probably make out with everybody. <laughs> Everyone. Like anyone around. Everybody. I'm just like, do you want to kiss? Do you want to kiss? <laughs> People are going to think I'm crazy, but I'm sorry, y'all. I have literally been in isolation and you just start to go wild. It's like the second you start to feel better, you're like, can I go out yet? And you can't. And I'm actually past all of the days that are required of me, but I'm still trying to just, I don't know, you know, just abide by a super strict, restricted life right now. So in terms of the number of days, is that like, what, what day do you start counting from? The day you first remember symptoms, which it's like, I think I probably had symptoms before, but th- we went by the day that I actually remembered like, oh, no, no, no. There was for sure symptoms that day. Um, and so by the time I actually found out I was positive, I was already seven days past that. So it's weird because, you know, but they say, and this has been a big controversy, and I'm sure I'll fucking hear about this by talking about it, but I'm just going to say it anyway. But you quarantine for the 14 days and then after that you can test positive for up to three months which is really shitty but the cdc is set has said all doctors are saying 
Your virus at that point cannot shed at a high enough capacity to be contagious. So even if you're testing positive, like it's kind of a false positive and um, you have a higher chance of not getting it again. You know, there's all these things. So it's like, you just have to get past the point where you have symptoms and you've done your quarantine to where you're not going to be contagious to anyone else. Um, But yeah, it's hard. You know, some of my clients are making me get a negative test before I come back to work. So could be a minute. Yeah. Which sucks. It's interesting because I would have thought they would have said from the day that your symptoms go away, you do 14 days. Sure, yeah. You know, God, what a nightmare. Well, think about when you have the flu. When you start to feel better, you're better, right? Like it's just – totally. So, I mean, actually I'm hearing 10 days is the new number, but I mean I've – now I'm on like day 18. I'm about to be like, you know, and that's why I'm going crazy. (laughs) Right, right. So let's talk about rap music. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, this is so interesting because obviously, like, I love Cardi B, and so um, I've been paying close attention to this. But she released a song with Megan The Stallion. It's called WAP. If you are just living under some sort of rock and have no idea what um, we're referencing, but it has been a huge controversy in our country, and it is like a super polarizing topic. I even posted that you and I were going to talk about this this week on At Casual. And um, people are just so polarized. Like That's the only word I can think to say. It's either you are just like completely against it. It's so degrading. It's terrible for women. Or you're like, hell yes, own it. Fuck the patriarchy. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's me who like literally like if, if, if you know, I've joked that I'm like um, the, the least qualified person to be talking about sex right now. <laughs> I'm like even less qualified to talk about rap music and it's not because i have a thing against it it's just not my what i go to sure um and but uh you know it's and i'm 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 sort of conflicted in how i feel about the song like when i first heard it it wasn't even that like it offended me um it was more just like is there isn't there something else to write about like i kind of missed this sort of um the real message of the song because I was just sort of lost in the, the surface of it. Okay. Interesting. And I, lo- I, I, I find Cardi B to be so incredibly intelligent, like uh-huh. in a different way than, you know, the, the, the typical idea of what, how intelligence is packaged. Right. I think she, like, she is so street smart. And I, you know, I see eye to eye with her politically. I love how ballsy she is. And it's like, you know, it, it's Cardi B's world and we live in it. And yeah. I'm all, I am all for it. And I think that's where some of my initial disappointment came from. I'm like, really? You're just talking about your pussy? <laughs> like, So you but, thought it was dumbing her down a little bit. Yes. and, and But I wasn't offended by it. I'm just sure. like, um, and in fact, I think the, the lyrics are really clever but now that i've listened to it more and like sort of read arguments about it like i'm all for it like i'm 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 all about like the female empowerment and owning that and sort of taking the the power away um from the patriarchy in in that sort of way like it has to come from strong women to like take the lead and i love that she and megan stallion are doing it i you know i would have felt the same way about a, a song from a man that's like my big old hard dick. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> like, there's so many amazing things to write about. And when you have a platform, you should write about them. But 
So I, I missed the point initially, I guess is my thing. And But now you, you sound know, like I, you've turned around a bit. Yeah, look, I, and it's, I, I still like, I don't know if I even care about the song. Okay. You know, like, Cause it's just not my thing. Right, so, right, 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 um, right. You know, it's like, I'll never know all the words to it. So, um, and I even said to you before we started recording, like, I'm kind of worried about putting my foot in my mouth because this is such a hot button issue. So, yeah. um, you know, I, if if I do offend anybody, I apologize in advance because I I, I want to be clear that I am all I, I am a feminist. Like I am all about this empowerment. I just think the song is like it's it's like base entertainment, you know? Yeah. Um, and look, there's a place for that. Like a lot of pop music is really basic. Well, I think that's what I was about to say. So it's like it's really interesting to me to read these articles and we'll get to some of those in a minute. But a lot of people are just so offended by the lyrics. And I'm like, hold up a second. This is rap music, guys. Like, we're not right. speaking about something that has not been done a million times before by men. Like, lick my lollipop? Are you serious? Slob on my knob? Like, I mean, yeah, we've been totally. singing these songs for generate. I mean, like, it's like decades. And all of a sudden, a woman has the balls. <laughs> that was a funny play. Okay, sorry. <laughs> a woman <laughs> has the guts to go say you know okay well y'all are singing about your dick so let me sing about mine and that's kind of been one of the things that cardi b has done because i've actually seen her in interviews talk about like you guys say you want me to rap about something else and why does a woman have to just go talk about her p word i'm not going to say it because i know it offends a lot of people but um but she's like but the songs that sell for me are these songs these are the hits for me this is what ends up being the ones that y'all want to sing along to. So you can't speak out of both sides of your mouth with this. Yeah. I mean, case in point, it's like record breaking the number of streams it got in a week. Right. I I saw her say somewhere she was talking about how polarizing it's been and how just conflicted, you know, like there's so many people so against it. And she was like, keep talking because all it's doing is driving the numbers up. I mean, it drives awareness. Yeah. Their numbers are insane right now. I said certified free. Seven days a week, wet ass pussy, make that pullout game weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. You fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop with this wet ass pussy. I, I, I was reading, just doing a little research, and there was like, you know, I, I saw some stuff where it was like the really positive responses and the really negative responses. And um, I can't even remember who it was. It was some like political uh he was a republican i think his name was oh his name was james bradley oh i saw this he's a republican california and he said he he listened to the song accidentally accidentally my ass i watched that porn video accidentally (laughs) (laughs) well and the thing is is like accidentally or not like anyone who is going to listen to this song this song just to have an opinion about it like they're driving consumption like they are actually like if if you think that that's going to be your stance um, and there's certainly enough information out there about this song right now, then don't fucking listen to it. <laughs> like, right. Because you're actually helping the song every time you listen to it. Or so, talk about it. Or talk about yeah, it. Yeah, people are curious. So even negative publicity is going to make people be like, okay, I'm just going to go listen to this. So it's totally. interesting that people are so just advocating like, this is terrible. This is terrible. And it's like, well, you're just publicizing it actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, this is going to age me, but like I can remember when like putting a parental advisory sticker on a record was a new thing. Well, and that, there was yeah. this, like two live crew had that song. Me so horny, which yes. basically sounds like 
Mary had a little lamb compared to Wop. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was a nursery rhyme. And, you know, it was all over the news. It was like, you would have thought that it was like the end of the world was coming. And, you know, it's it it, it made that song massive. It made kids want to listen to it. Same thing with, like, oh, Guns so N' Roses' first album. Yeah. Right. If your parents didn't want you listening to it, it's the first thing you wanted to hear. Absolutely. and But I think yeah. you're making such a, it's a, the same point I was making that it's just what rap songs have done forever. Like they're notoriously insane in their lyrics, right? And it's all about right. the shock factor. Honestly, I think being polarizing is something rappers want to be because they want to do the, you know, the big bomb drop that someone's like, oh, it's just, totally, part, yeah. it's just part of the genre. Um, but I, I was laughing so hard. I was talking to a friend and she was like, you've seen how they're trying to clean this up for the radio edit, right? It's like, they're saying wet and gushy instead of wet ass pussy. And like, is wet and gushy any better? Right. Well, you know, what's funny. It's actually and more this is, graphic to me. Well, and you know, what's funny is when we were kids, I have a sister who's not quite two years older than me. And she used to call it her gushy. So to oh, me, no. yeah. She, and it was just a mix up. It was, she was thought she was saying tushy, but she called it her gushy. Her gushy. Yeah. So like to me, that's, you know, it's Punani Dasani, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe she deserves some publishing on the, on the clean uh, version. Maybe so. TM that <laughs> she should have TM'd gushy years ago. Um, I was laughing so hard when I first heard it. I mean, the song makes me laugh out loud and I know a lot of people are offended by it. I think rap music is hilarious and I, I think this all the time. Like, I just think they're so clever and funny with the lyrics they come up with, which with the sayings, like, I mean, nobody is going to eat macaroni and not think of this song anymore. You know, right. like <laughs> who's going to park their big truck in a garage and not right. think of it park or swipe your credit card. Back. Right. I'm like, I mean, if you can't, I can like tap. Absolutely. Can, if you can't laugh at it, I don't, I don't know if we would be friends because I literally, I still laugh out loud when she talks about that dangly thing in the back of her throat. <laughs> that dangly thing in the back of her throat. I mean, it's, this is the deal that I like for me. I think the song's hilarious. I I laugh at it and I like the beat of it. So I like it. I'm a big Cardi B fan though. So, and I work out to rap music. Like that's just what I think is, I don't know. It just pumps me up. But it's not like I'm walking around being like, oh, let me talk about my WAP over here. And like that I'm going to describe myself as macaroni in a pot. You know, like that's not normal life. Like to me, it's a little bit, um, it's just like the stuff you would never actually say they say. And so it's funny. Yeah. 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 And I guess that I don't listen to music for humor. So that's why I'm just like, Oh, it is kind of is what it is. But when but, you're like um, hanging out with your friends drinking, like you don't think it's fun. I mean, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't hate it. It's just I not could, your jam. It's, it's just not my jam. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But then again, like I, you know, it's like, Everyone rolls their eyes when I want to listen to the Indigo Girls and sing at the top of my lungs. So it's like, I mean, literally, this song was not made for me. I just love it when you say the <laughs> gayest things ever, <laughs> like Indigo Girls. Enough said. Mic drop. Chips done for the day. Like, <laughs> there we go. Um, GQ is calling it. This made me laugh out loud. The greatest lyrical nod to pasta since that's amore. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing my friend had to google macaroni in a pot and he texted me as another um, friend of ours who's gay and he was like what is macaroni in a pot 
and I was like, I don't. Th- I think you should probably like Urban Dictionary that shit. And he came back to me. He was so disgusted. He's just like, <laughs> I do not oh want to sing about the sound. Uh, I don't not want to think about the sound a vagina makes when it's wet. Like that's just uh. so gross. <laughs> and sorry, but it does sound the same. Like it just does. It was. That's why it's so funny to me because you're like, oh, I never thought of it that way. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, oh let's talk God. about the two different sides because I do want to. You know, it is a big thing, and I've talked about this before, especially with younger girls. I think what we communicate to them is so important. And so, like, it's really tough because I'm sitting here listening to this song, laughing my ass off, and like, yes, like, let's talk about what we want finally. Like, men have talked about what they want for so many years. Well, let us talk about what we want too. And um, just kind of taking the ownership that way. And a lot of people are saying, no, but that's not owning your sexuality to talk about it like in this degrading way or something that you would need a mop. You know, you would have to mop the floor up like that's disgusting. That's degrading. That is not women owning their own sexuality. So do you have do you is that kind of what your initial thought was when you listened to yeah, it? Yeah, Because I think that like, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, you miss is them like sort of laying out what they need to be to like satisfy their desires you know um i mean for i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna quote the song please do um in verse three they say look i need a i need a hard uh, i need a hard hitter i need a deep stroker need a henny drinker and a weed smoker not a garter like garter snake but maybe a garden snake i need a king cobra and it's like for for a woman to like lay out this is what i need for satisfaction i can respect that you know yeah. but i think when you when you're listening to it just at face value it um you miss that message um and it took me a few listens and like reading stuff to be like oh okay this is an empowerment song it's not just a shock value like talking about like having a super soaker Oh my God. Yeah. I'm going to quote, I'm going to actually post that video of that TikTok that I sent you. Somebody was talking about the fires in California, which actually are not a laughing matter at all. But he was like, you got, you girls are walking around talking about all your wet ass peas. Like come, come to California, put them to good work. (laughs) Yeah. He said, bring your super soakers to California. Yeah. We need the help or something. (laughs) It was so funny. He was so well done. Um, Yeah, I mean, I hear that completely, you know, and I think what the interesting thought that I had is um, because initially I'm like, well, guys have been doing this for years, right? Like you, the guys talk about women in such a degrading way and just completely objectifying way and rap songs specifically. And um, finally, like, we're going to be like, well, fuck off. Here's what we need. And like, she's saying like, I know you're, you're saying like sexually, it's not talking about what she needs, but she's kind of doing what men have done to women for so many years, which is objectifying them. And so I don't know that I fully agree that that's the right approach. You know, like there's this weird line with empowerment and like the feminism movement where it's like, okay, well, you don't want to just like put guys down or do what they've done to us to be empowered. Like that actually isn't empowering to me. It's like doing something different and being like, no, we're all equal and no, we're not going to treat each other that way. Like that's probably more full empowerment. Um, But here's where I get and I'm like, but it's a rap song and that's what they do. So like, and I don't know that they're necessarily putting down men. They're saying like, I mean, I, I think what they're doing is they're putting themselves in the, in like men's shoes. Like if a man, if a man sings like, 
you know, I want big tits and a nice ass. And like, these are the things that I want. Like no one would think twice about that. I mean, yeah. in fact, I like good bucks and I cannot lie. Yeah. It's like, no one thinks anything about that. This is a woman saying like, this is what I need. Like I want to choke. I want to gag. Like, yeah. Well, and it's kind of like, you know, we've had this conversation a couple of times about um, like blowjobs and all this stuff. And it's like, you know, like, I, I find it really interesting that a woman cannot say that she likes that kind of stuff or she wants to do something without it being like, okay, that's like slutty or like, do you really want to do that? Or is a man told you that you want to do that? Like there's this new movement I feel happening a little bit where it's like women are trying to be like, no, it's okay for me to like it a certain way or for me to like not just want to lay missionary style all the time and like make love. Like what if I want something else, you know, like I can want that too, but why does it have to just be one thing? Calling themselves whores. Yeah. It like they're like, look, you can say whatever the fuck you want about us and this song, but we're owning it. Like we're calling mm-hmm. ourselves whores up in this house before you can do that. Right. But they're taking the power out of the critics' mouth. That's you know, super like, true. Yeah. Yeah. I was reading on uh, WAMC.org and it says uh, Megan the Stallion and Cardi Cardi B are so iconic in this sense. Because we're doing this gender flop where in lieu of rappers talking about how they've been pleasured by all of these various women, we're hearing these women rappers say, we are women rappers, rappers, and if you need to come, you know, step to me, you have to be able to fill my sexual needs. And these are what they are. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there's something, that's where the empowerment lies. You that's know? exactly like, what I was thinking. And, and I think like, I'm case in point. You know, at its surface value, I had written a song off and it took the shock and the anger and everyone talking about it for me to even like dig deeper for this conversation. You know, it's like, I I don't know, like it's, I'm not the audience for it. So it's like, they're not going to win me because that's just, it's just not my thing. But like, they've definitely like convinced me, you know, like I can, I can see it from a different perspective now. Um, and you know, it's the, the critics of it, the, the like the puritanical views of it, like, come on, you know, like, come on. Yes. Um, and actually there's a couple that I want to get to in a second, but I was going to agree with you. I do find that to be the part that's empowering. It's like, it's, it's more to me. It's not like, Oh, I'm talking about my wet ass. I keep, I said it one time I slipped. <laughs> for some reason it offends so many people that word um i love that word oh do you well you can just say it all uh, all over this podcast um no but it's like they're not just talking about that to me they're saying hey buddy you don't get to just walk in here and think that you're the only person with needs oh you have needs well so do i you know like and here's what i need and like this is what i want and i am just as equal to you in being able to stand up and ask that. And I, it's not my job to just take care of you all the time, which I think for a lot of us, and I know for me specifically, like in my twenties and stuff, like it, it's just like, it was so about pleasing the guy that I was with, you know, like I just didn't even, I couldn't even get to the place of thinking about 
wait, what do I need? Because it's just taught and it was like sort of ingrained in us um, that sex is either bad or it's just like guys were so open with it that you're like, oh, okay, like this is the thing. And it's like the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, but wait a second, like I want to be satisfied too. And like, that's okay. And that's like a good thing a lot of times for the relationship. But what's so interesting is like, for me at least, I've found that a lot of men when you come up with this topic comes up or whatever, even if they're super outspoken and even if they're guys that are just like maybe, you know, the big objectifiers of women or just like dudes, dudes is what they would say. Um, or like when guys are like, well, he's just a dude. Like I, I hate that shit, but like they seem to have a huge problem when a woman comes in and they're talking about, you know, they're outspoken about this kind of stuff, especially about their sexual needs, which I find so interesting that this has become such a controversy because it's not really a controversy publicly with a lot of men. And I guess that's not true. It is with men and women, but the women that I'm, that I like am hearing from the negative parts of it. I'm like, I'm curious how much of the old mindset and the old mentality from men is playing into that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, look, I I think that there's a lot has been revealed about sort of those mentalities in our country over the last four years. And um, it always shocks me when I see women that are holding back progress. And I don't know, you know, that's I don't know why that shocks me, Um, because certainly you can't expect just because of someone's gender that um, they're going to, you know, everyone's going to be progressive, but like, it always shocks me when, when I hear a woman say something that is anti-feminist. And I don't, you know, I, it's, I think it's probably because that whole movement has been politicized. So it carries this negative connotation when it's, you know, in the same way that black lives matter is not saying that anyone else's life doesn't matter. Um, feminism is not saying that women are better than men (laughs) it's saying that women want to be treated as equals like when you think about the the idea that like there's that saying oh boys will be boys like why isn't there a girls will be girls you know well i think that's what's happening that's to me that's exactly what this song is kind of being like no more excuses for your bad behavior. Like we, we have this too. And like, doesn't mean you go be an asshole, but it's just kind of like, why do you guys just get to be like, Oh, oh our testosterone so fucking high. And no, like, well, I'm in my thirties. Go read the reports on what that means about a woman's like hormones, you know, like, right. I, I don't know. I just don't. Yeah. I agree with you. Like, I don't, I don't get it. And I don't, um, I don't understand I sort of feel like when it so seems like a woman is going against it, I just think it's like it's like an uncomfortable response because it hasn't been this way for so long. Right. And so it's like a new thing. If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. 
Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code VELVETSEDGE at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I will say, so I'm going to read a couple messages that we got. Of course, my mom slid into my DMs on this one. I was like, couldn't escape that one on this. I knew the second I posted about the song, I was like, I'm going to hear about this one. And sure enough, she did. So here's what she said. She completely disagrees with me, of course. Um, But she said, sliding into your DMs to say that I just read the lyrics. I don't think this is a woman owning their sexuality. I think it is women allowing men's perception of what sexuality is to shape their thinking. It makes me sad when the teen teenage babysitter picks up little girls at school and they start singing the Cardi B songs on the radio. This is not teaching girls to be confident in themselves as sexual being, but whores like men for ages have referred to them. Uh, We can be better than this. We can model better than this. Sex should be a beautiful act between people who care about each other, not something that needs to be mopped off the floor. Just saying. (laughs) I love that she's like referencing lyrics. I know. I know. Rhonda. I mean, she's actually, you know, here's the deal. I agree with like the parental part of this. Like this is not an appropriate song for children in my opinion at all like well children shouldn't be having sex right and i think that it's on parents to teach their kids um to teach their kids about sex and like you know i agree about 
sex being a caring act between two people. And I personally like prefer monogamy, you know, all of these things. Like I don't disagree with what my mom said. I will say, I think there is a generational difference that I'm noticing and there's some shift in this new younger generation. We've talked about it a little bit before about like the fluidity of sexuality, you know, like I feel like women are, um, questioning. I don't, I don't know if we're like settling in on, Oh, let's be sluts. And that's the way we want to own our sexuality. But I think we're getting to a place. And I think a lot of the younger generations are like, I want to figure out what I like, what I want, what I need versus just being told from someone else or being told from a guy. Like, I want to know that for myself. Well, yeah. And I think the the point that she makes about like, men calling women whores for hundreds of years it's like well that's just name calling and if this if me owning my sexuality and like and and expressing my desires and how i'm satisfied makes me a whore then i'm a fucking whore and call me a whore but also why does it it make you a whore that's the bigger question right well because whore is just a word that like has been created to put somebody down and so I think that what Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion are doing, they're they're sort of taking the power out of that I word agree. and being like, well, call call me that. I mean, it's in the same way that you know there are derogatory terms for races, uh, you know, skin colors, and it's we see how skin colors they take the power back and use that word themselves. And I think it's the same exact thing is happening here. Yeah, and. You know, it's a horror. That word was was created to say, I don't agree with your stance on something. So that makes you a whore. Right. Well, you know what? That makes you a fucking square because you're probably a virgin whose who's, who's wife you've beaten into submission. You know what I mean? And it's. And like to me, that ain't cool, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that like I love that they're sort of taking the reins back on that on that that word in particular, and 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 further to the point of um, you know sex being you know between two people who love each other. Yes, I agree, and I think that makes sex magical when there's a real connection. But I also think sex is something that happens um, when you're not expecting it to, and it can be like fiery and fun and passionate and it doesn't you don't have to be in love with the person and that's totally fine too as long as you are making the choice to engage in it yourself and no one is forcing you to do it i think that there is a reason why of most of the animals on this planet humans have a desire and get pleasure out of sex that's not by accident and i think for those reasons um, it's not just a procreation thing that's meant to be like shared between a man and a woman who are married. Like it's supposed to be something that is fun and pleasurable. Um, well, I think because that, our bodies feel good. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to fuck somebody, own it and fuck them. I think the empowerment in sex comes from you do what feels safe and right to you. And like, obviously if we're talking about what we're teaching younger people, what I would want to teach younger people around me would be, to be respected, to be cared for, to be, um, to not abandon yourself, you know, like these are like all of the things, but I, I don't, I don't think we can define for someone else what that's going to look like. And, and that's like, that's, but that's like a, a newer outlook on this, you know? Um, 
so okay so another message we got was from chris i I got i just want to say first of all it took me a long time to go through all these messages and i'm only going to read a couple just to give the points the main points that i got overall but this was like people were so passionate there was hundreds of messages that just were like no or yes you know it was crazy um but christy said no that's not owning sexuality that's blatantly trying to project sexuality onto others i'm a very sexually driven person but i suppose i still believe in decorum and a little modesty however many women now feel like they must take their power back from men who projected their over sexuality onto women for years especially in the rap industry which is exactly what we were saying is like i do feel like there is a little bit of the like well y'all fucking did this for years so here you go like i'm gonna do this in my own way and we're gonna do it back and i don't know if that's necessarily like empowering do you know what i'm i don't know i'm saying that same point again yeah. Yeah, no. Um, go ahead. Yeah. I hate I, when no, we're on I'm the just, phone because we can't look at each other and know what yeah, we're going to talk. Just, I'm just processing it. I mean, I think, that, like, the, the fact that this song has is causing this, like, Outrush. Really deep, really deep sort of cultural conversation is mine. Is Isn't that everything in 2020 though? Let's get real. That, that's true. And it's everything like, is so polarizing this year. It's like you're either one side or the other. And there's like, there feels like there's not any in between. I'm just so right. curious about what's happening in our society. So this is another one from Natalie. She said, absolutely not. This song is disgusting. What are we teaching children? This music video is basically porn and contributes to an over-sexualized culture that treats women as objects. Porn perpetuates the cycle of human trafficking and rape. As a society, we have drifted away from the purpose of sex something special and sacred between two people. I've never been fulfilled from a one night stand. The same opinion goes for all of the rap songs by men, as well as calling women bitches and talking about their bodies. As a woman, this song is disgusting and ridiculous to me. I'm 29 years old, no children, and I'm not a prude. I just take pride in my sexuality the way that God intended as private and sacred gift with the person that you love. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I I think that Natalie needs to remember that like these uh, these women are choosing to do it. You know, it's, I don't think a I don't think that anyone is making them make this music video. And yeah, granted, it was directed by a man, but I I have a feeling that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's DNA, pun intended, is all <laughs> over it. You know, like. I don't think that they did anything in that video that um, that was sexualizing them. I think I mean, they were express. I think they were expressing themselves. Yeah, I think there's it's a, a, there's it's a definitely a very like. Being, go ahead. I was just saying. I think there, there's a difference between being sexualized and being sexual. Well, to me, it goes back to everyone has a different comfort level and like, you know, I I can see where some people would be like, this is basically porn. I mean, they're like literally groping and almost making out and all of it. And there's all these things I will say, I want to make one quick note. Kylie Jenner in the video is like so fucking pointless to me and I don't get it. It pissed me off almost because I was like, that's it. Yeah, I think it was about driving viewership. Yeah, but literally all she does is walk down a hall. Like I wanted her to walk in the room and do something like I don't know what, but like something like a bust dance move, hop into a split like everyone else did. Like what? Yeah, it was so pointless to me. Like I, it's 
the thing is, is like I feel like they thought that they needed that, and then in totally hindsight, they didn't. just so didn't. The no. song was going to be fire anyway, right? Um, but anyway, I can see why it's not for a lot of people and like why it's not of their taste level. But I don't believe in saying that someone what someone else is doing with their own sexuality is wrong. You know what I mean? Like right. that is where I'm just kind of in this more open mindset maybe than some people like, okay, like that could be true for you and you don't have to actually like the song. It could offend you this song. Um, but I don't think it's right for us to go. Cardi B and Megan are like completely like I've seen some articles where they're saying that they are sending women back a hundred years. And I'm like, yeah, how? I don't, right. I actually don't agree with that at all because when I listen to it, I feel empowered. I do. And I feel like, you know, it makes me want to be like, Hey, this uh, just be more honest about, and like ask myself what I want, what do I need? And that hasn't been how I've lived my entire life. And so right. it just is another point of like, if these women are being bold enough to step up and step out there, then it inspires me to do the same. Um, well, and I think, I think they're doing it to an extreme, ver- it's an extreme absolutely. version of that. And it's like, I think anyone who thinks that like, you know, the, the goal is for everyone to act that way is crazy. Right. Um, th- These are rappers. Are, yeah. It's, it's, and it's also entertainment. It's, but that said, I do think that, you know, there is, um, they do have influence on how people act, you know, it's like, and that's, that's, uh, that's where I think parenting comes in. And it's like, yes, you can teach your kids like, okay, this is the message of this song. It doesn't mean that you need to go and act this way, you know, in the same way that like the Kardashians, I think have influenced sort of the social media culture. And like, you know, I don't think that their intention was for dummies taking selfies to fall off of cliffs because they're stupid, you know, like, but that is a result of people feeling like they need to live this life online that like has extreme photos and whatever, just to like, send out a message and um but i don't think that makes the kardashians culpable in that particular you know instance when somebody you know falls off a cliff or whatever for trying to get a great selfie right i do however think that they have driven the narrative of um you know living this fabulous life on tv and on socials can make anyone rich and famous so stupid people are are trying to make that happen and the truth is is like the Kardashian family like did it like with a lot of smarts, you know, they're not stupid people. Right. I mean, I think that's a good point about the celebrity aspect. And I have a message I'm going to read about that in just a second. But, um, you know, a lot of pressure is put on celebrities like, well, you're in the public eye. So like, it's your responsibility because you're teaching these people. And it's like, I hear that. I do hear that. Um, but celebrities are human beings and these celebrities, these rappers are artists and like they get to do whatever they want with their art. That's like Cardi B has made herself a career out of being outspoken, out of being like shock factor. And so like that doesn't just because there's a celebrity out there doing something that is a offensive to you that doesn't make them wrong that is where your parenting is comes in and that's your responsibility like that is your job to educate your kids and like we can't control what's out there in this world unfortunately you know and so like you don't get to just not be a parent and go well this is that celebrity's fault like I don't think that that's fair right well I also think too it's like you look you look at any sort of just taking it back to the art comment it's like you know um now I'm blanking on the artist's name, but the, the, the man who like um, 
painted oversized women um, and it was naked. Like nudity has been this thing that's like always been in art that probably went against the grain of what like the puritanical thinking was at the time. But now we look back at it and we're like, this is classic art that, um, you know, is revered and worth millions and millions of dollars. So, you know, in a hundred years, will we look back at this art and, you know, in the same way I brought up a two live crew, like this will probably seem like a nursery rhyme in 20 years. Yeah. Um, my friend Kirsten, I thought had a really great message. And so I'm going to read it. It's a little long. There's a couple points, but I think they're really great. She said, ah, there is so much to this. I haven't even known how to break it all down. This is such an, this is nuanced and should be talked about in a nuanced way. Not just this is good or this is wrong. She said one, yes, we need to bust out of old narratives that keep women locked up physically, emotionally, and sexually. Men sing about this shit all the time and no one ever puts up any fight about that ever. Hashtag patriarchy. Two, is this the most conscious way to do it? No, I don't think so. I think there's a grounded, spiritually aligned, free way to express sexuality in its wholeness and not just about the bump and grind of genital pleasure. To me, this feels really carnal, but who am I to judge where this, where she is coming from as the artist, which is what I was just saying. Three, is it her job to be a good role model for kids? No, that is the parent's job to decide what to allow their kids to see and hear And they need to be invested in their kid's life enough to follow through with that, not policing the celebrities. Like, I just think that's such a good point because it's like, you're just going to get pissed at Cardi B for releasing the song. Well, like, why don't you go engage with your teenager and talk about this shit? Maybe this is actually a good opportunity to have a hard conversation. Yeah, Or to to like put something in context that they understand or care about, you know, like, right. And, and let's let's not forget Cardi B was a stripper. You oh, know what totally. I mean? Like, any parent who's out there thinking like it's Cardi B's responsibility to be a good role model, like no, she was a stripper before she was a rapper. Like, what do you expect? Like, she's gonna she's gonna talk about what she knows the most about, you right. know? And I, but I yeah, I forget your friend's name, um, Kirsten. That you're reading, Kirsten. Like, I think she's absolutely right. Like, this is. This is a, an amazing opening, a door opening for a parent to sit down with their kid and be like, hey, have you heard this song? Right. You know, and, and like, let's talk, let's about, talk it. about it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Katie writes to us and she said, men have been profi- profiting off sexualizing women forever. Damn good that women are taking that power back. This dumb controversy is all the evidence of this double standard you need. We, are, we still shame women for expressing their sexuality and celebrate men when they do it. Lucas says, I think that if a male rap artist released a song, this quote unquote vulgar in 2020, nobody would have batted an eye. Shauna says, love it all for it. Men sing rap and make music about women. So own that WAP. (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa says, I think it's great. Men have been sexualizing women for so long. I think it's powerful to take it back and own your sexuality. And yes, I would agree. It's hilarious. I loved this one. This is from Amanda. She said, it's amazing. If we want to be sexual and express our inner freak, then we should be able to do so with no judgment. Here's a text I got from my man this warm morning. Hashtag WAP princess. And he said, good morning, baby. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day. And I know you got that WAP. <laughs> so it can be like a cute, like, it's just like, you know, like I do think that there is some power in just saying like, 
yeah, I like sex. Like I, I like sex. I want these things. I have these needs. Like, I don't think that it has to be, we're going to a men's idea of sex and we're like completely degrading ourselves. If we say that kind of thing, I think you can still be in a loving, caring situation that's respected and own yourself. Totally. Uh, this is from- also, let's not forget, isn't Cardi B married? Like she is. Yeah. <laughs> She married with a, a kid. Husband, so it's I think like he cheated on her. So this is an interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, but the point that I'm making is she's not going out there and selling people to fuck a bunch of people. Right. She, and, and so it's an assumption that people are making that that's the case. Like she's in a loving marriage. Right. I mean, I will say I, think, I am super I curious think. about what they're like, what their sexual escapades are like. Cause I mean, they are like freaks, you know, they like, they're on the red carpet, like licking each other. He's like tapping her tit on the red carpet. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like a lot, but like, that's their deal, right? Like that is how they're famous is they are so over the top that it's like the shock factor. And so, I mean, I think if you get mad about it, it doesn't do anything. It's just like, that's just what they're going to do. And it's like, you might as well just laugh because it's absurd. Well, um, there's performance art in it too, you know? Totally. It's entertainment. I mean, either yeah. way, hate it or love it, it is definitely entertaining. Our friend Annie wrote in and she said, I mean, she's not curing cancer with WAP, but she's bringing a whole new kind of feminism that's an un- as unapologetic as all this damn patriarchy we've been experiencing since the beginning of time. It might be too much for some people, but I'm down with it. Yeah. It's just a totally mixed bag. And I think... Ultimately, my take on the whole thing is, well, I mean, I love the song. I think it's hilarious, like I said, and I have been working out to it pretty much every day before I got COVID. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I I think for me, I like that a woman is like stepping into the place and taking away the power of words, like you're saying, and just as like, fine, you guys are going to rap about this. I'm going to go make a shit ton of money and I'm going to say it myself and I'm going to take the power back myself and tell you what I want, what I need, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna put you in that place. I mean, am I walking around talking about a WAP? No. Like, am I bringing that into my personal life? No. <laughs> but the mentality of just like it's okay for me to have needs and wants and to own that and say that is very empowering to me. And so, I don't have judgment on how they say it or what they do and what their sexuality looks like. But the mentality behind it, I'm all for it. I'm here for it. I agree. I agree. And look, do. I don't I don't know that I'll ever listen to the song again by choice, you know, an, an on demand <laughs> stream. I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be forced on you if you go anywhere yeah, in public. If, if I go anywhere, I'm going to hear it. Like, I, I, first of all, I cannot believe that they figured out a clean version of the song. Is but, it clean, um, though? That's what I'm saying. Wet and gushy. Is that clean? Like, I still don't want any kids around me listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It would make me really uncomfortable. But the thing is, is most of it's written in innuendo, you know, like. I want you to park that big old Mack truck inside this little garage. Like, right. <laughs> technically, that is a clean lyric. Macaroni you know? in a pot. Like, yeah, unless you go, or unless you like Urban Dictionary, you're probably not going to know what that means. Totally. So, um, look, I it's 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 not what I'm going to come home and listen to after a, a long day at work. But I also don't have a problem with it, you know. Other than it just right. not being my genre of music. Like, I, I there's there's been plenty of clean hit hip-hop songs that i would say the same thing about you know like right it's just not my thing so i'm not i'm not i'm certainly not the authority on on that but i i can say from my opinion that i love that they're pushing the boundaries and 
you know what? Sometimes you just got to shake shit up to get people to listen. You know, like you have to smack them in the face. Otherwise it goes right over their head. And by the way, I'm sure that there have been songs written by men equally explicit. They just don't get the attention because Cardi B is better at getting people's attention. She's right. figured out that game. Right. She's but I bet you if it. we dug deep enough, we could find some dirty fucking songs that got put out. I this don't year. think you have to dig that deep. I mean, you listen no. to any rap song, all, you know, I think it's just like a new generation of women rappers are coming out. Like, you know, I told you I would listen to rap basically every time I'm working out. And I like, I love Megan Thee Stallion. I love a lot of these songs. And my boyfriend, constantly is commenting like how do you listen to that like they're literally talking about getting like a guy to go down on them all the time like that's the new thing in rap songs but I think this is like their version of being like you know like here we come watch out like this is this is what rap music has been and like they're leaning into that it's just that like women haven't typically done it as much although like there's like the little kims the trinas i mean there's there is this stuff yeah. it just has not been as publicized as this seems I'll to be i'll never forget the opening lyric of little kim's first album why don't you go ahead and share that with us she said i used to be scared of a dick now i throw <laughs> lips to the shit ah uh, see i mean how is that any different than wop yeah, like no i mean i it's throw like lips that- to the shit that can be taken so many ways. <laughs> it's amazing. Right. It's such a great lyric. And it's a proud, she's proud about it, you know? And I think, mm. you know, it's, Lil' Kim paved the way for a lot of these women, you know? like Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, yeah, it's been happening for years. Cardi B is finally just like, and it's also the times where I think, you know, the rise of feminism and women empowerment and after the Me Too stuff, I think it's just on a different radar for most people totally. than it has been in the past. So totally. I'm here for the WAP. I uh, wop, just, wop, wop. I think the point is for us to give everyone their own right to express themselves and their own capacity. And, and if it offends you, you don't have to hate on them. Just go like do your own thing and teach your kids what you want them to be taught and do what you want to do too. And I think, um, you know, as Cardi B says, Oh, crrr. Oh, crrr. <laughs> oh crrr. And you know what? Like just because you've got to deal with your dop, don't that? hate on my wop. I wish that I knew what that meant. Cause I feel like it your, was probably really good. But... Your dry ass pee. <laughs> your dop. <laughs> I mean, it's like a set. That's like the new cut down is to be like, you have, she talks about that a lot on her Instagram. Adopt. I don't know Adopt. how I just missed that. I'm going to blame COVID. <laughs> well, I hope that we answered some questions for you guys. Thank you so much for the feedback that you gave me on Instagram. I am at Velvet's Edge on Instagram and you can follow Chip at Chip Dorsch. Chip, spell that out for us. C-H-I-P-D-O-R-S-C-H. And you guys keep the messages coming. I have a couple questions that have come in that are pretty great that Chip and I have already looked at to answer next week on At Casual. So send us all your sex and dating questions. This has kind of been the new turn of At Casual. I mean, you can send us any questions, but these are the things you guys seem to want to know about and talk about. So we'll keep that coming. You can email us at atcasual at velvetsedge.com or hit us up on Instagram, slide into our DMs. I love that my mom said, I just, I'm sliding into your DMs. I was like, she's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. Um, I still don't want to talk about this kind of stuff with her necessarily, but uh, well, you don't have to now. It's like, we, like a one-sided conversation. Yeah, She slides into my DMs and I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like blocked. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's the new that's the new thing that's coming um uh, well we support or i support wap and um i hope that you guys can just support people in general and um you know i think this is like the best thing and the best setup for us just to say like you do you everyone has their own opinion like live your life the way you want to and just always remember to act casual bye bye bean dad the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs if you knew what any of those were you spend too much time online and hey i do too 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.